Green Mountain Chronicles was originally produced for radio by the Vermont Historical Society in the 1980s. We're re-releasing them today as retro podcasts. Please note that any resources the podcast recommends may be out of date. We recommend you check out our website, vermonthistory.org, for the most up-to-date information. Green Mountain Chronicles number 25, Walter Hard Sr., Vermont's shopkeeper writer. Minnie was Alonzo's second wife. She'd been married once before, but her husband had left her. I think probably these happenings, these stories, intrigued him so much that he just kind of put them down. I think he realized that it was a, a passing part of the culture. 1924, and an unassuming druggist from Manchester, Vermont, begins writing a weekly newspaper column of sketches and commentary on the life and people of his community. He concludes his columns with poems written in short lines, unrhymed and with no apparent meter or form. They capture images of a way of small-town life that is changing. It's the beginning of a literary career for the late Walter Hard Sr. As he got older and people knew that he was writing this sort of thing, they'd come in and tell him these stories. From his own childhood memories, Walter Hard Jr. recalls his father's habit of collecting anecdotes and observations from the old-timers who frequented the family's drugstore. And uh, he had accumulated the material through the week and had a little notebook he always carried with him and jotted down the taglines and so on. And then he'd create these things working in the afternoon after church. It was a way to get out of the store, and he didn't like the, never liked the store, of course. It was a chore and a burden. Walter Hard set out to be neither poet nor druggist. As a young man, he dreamed of becoming a country newspaper editor, but the untimely death of his father, Jesse, when Hard was a senior at Williams College, forced him to reluctantly return to Manchester and take over the family business, which he then ran for 30 years. Being a summer resort town, there wasn't much going on in the winter. There wasn't much to do except to wait for these people to come in and sit around and talk. And they'd wait for the New York papers to come in and uh, the mail to come in and and just visit, that's all. You know, our images of the general store and the Cracker Barrel. Michael Sherman is director of the Vermont Historical Society and an admirer of Walter Hard's poetry. What was happening in Hard's pharmacy was the same thing that goes on in, in fable in the general store. It was his laboratory for seeing how people interact, how communities form and, and form around each other and form around events. He obviously had a lot of uh, antennae out while he was doing a job he didn't like in order to get the material for the job that he did like. A covered bridge. The road wound leisurely up the valley. Most of his stories have a place. A lot of the early the parts of every poem are a build-up of who these people were Sometimes they're so involved you lose track of what's going on. You have to go back again. It compares uh, in an interesting manner to 17th and 18th century genre paintings and in the same way that they remind me of Rockwell paintings. You have to sort of see the whole scene and you keep wandering around the canvas just as you keep wandering around this poem, the long introductions to the pithy point, and finally at the center of the canvas you find what it is that the painter's message is just as at the very last moment in a hard poem, you find that one line that makes the whole rest of the poem fall into place and gives it a shape and makes you understand why you've read all the way down the page. Hard's poetry won him praise in literary circles inside and outside Vermont, yet some were confused by his style. They are prose sentences, and I think there's always 
been um, difficulty knowing about Hard as either a prose writer or a poetry writer, but those prose sentences are filled with such good imagery that there's no doubt in my mind that there is a certainly a poetic element here. The other thing to take very seriously is that uh, Hard was himself taken seriously by important poets. Carl Sandburg was a great admirer of his. That's an important endorsement. I think he was pleased that, that people did like them, but I think it was the content of them that was really interesting to him, the fact that people were reading about the kind of people in life that they'd probably never knew about before and they would, maybe never would see or hear. An old road like the valley road that goes to the village makes neighbors of long ago and the here and now. They always said it was two miles to the village. On that clean, cool morning, it was four generations. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening. This podcast was remastered by me, Amanda Gustin, and released by the Vermont Historical Society. If you've enjoyed it, please subscribe to get future episodes and rate and review it. Please also check out our website, vermonthistory.org, where you can find background information on these episodes, as well as other ways you can learn about Vermont history from home. The Vermont Historical Society relies on support from generous donors to preserve and share Vermont's stories. During these uncertain times, your support is needed now more than ever. Please consider donating today at vermonthistory.org slash donate.